Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we are live. DL Fellowship, once again. What's going on, people? How y'all doing? <laughs> Hello, everyone. What is good, good people? I'm Jerry Thomas, and this is my lovely co-host, Alicia Thomas. And we are just glad to be here again with you today. It's an honor and a privilege and a blessing to share you know, what we call one of our first series that we've actually done prior to this. We've done a lot of different topics and felt the need to really do something that was more organized, but it would really help some people that can relate. And like I said, I'm not sure if everybody can relate, relate but I know I myself can actually relate to it. And, you know, as I was developing this, you know, a lot of content came through it. So I pray that, you know, what we share with you today, that you can apply it and that you can just really think about like, hmm, I've been through that and I appreciate that. So we love for you to comment, um, share some feedback with us because, you know, that's how we are ourselves able to grow. Even though we share content with you, we are still growing, you know, in this walk that we call the Christian life and you know, more so followers of Jesus Christ. And so we uh, definitely appreciate your support and love. And again, we hope that you are doing good. So as you come in, we are not going to delay, but we're going to jump right into it. And the title of our series is called The Process. And for this first segment, we are going to be talking about preparation. Okay. And so just to give you definition of it. Uh, preparation, when we think about the definition that it means the action or the process of making ready or being made ready for use or consideration. And sometimes it can refer to a substance that is being prepared. So sometimes you may hear people say a concoction or I'm making a formula. And Preparation can be used interchangeably with those words, but essentially it is the process of being made ready. And like I said, when we think about, you know, the process, you know, whether you go through a personal um, situation, financial, spiritual, marital, relationship-wise, uh, career-wise, you are going through a process, and especially if it's going on for a length of time, even if it's a short time, it's a process because there is a starting point and then there's a departure point where either that relationship may end or your job ends and you start in a new career path. You have to consider that was a process. You know, it may have been a, a season in your life, but still it was a process. And so we wanted to really dive into the elements of a process. And when you know, like, the type of process that you're going through, it's also important to know, okay, what are some of the things that I need to embody in this process? Because, you know, we realized that in the Bible there are many examples of people who went through process, going back from the Old Testament to the New Testament is so many different examples and it gives you detail of what occurred during the process. When you think about Abraham and Sarah going through 
the conception process. It took them years before they actually saw or you know witnessed having their first child, but it was actually spoken years prior to them being in old age, but still it was a process of them learning to trust God before they actually saw it. And, you know, like I said, that's one of many examples, but I want to kind of start, start it off, preface it that way. So that way you can kind of get an idea of how we're going to flow. So I kind of made up or developed this question to really take us through some of the things that can help you better prepare for the process, you know, as it relates to preparation. Uh, so I'm going to kick it off. The first one, and the way I'm going to start is we are going to jump to Proverbs 30, verses 24 through 25. And I'm reading from New King James Version, but I want you to really, really understand the scripture that I'm about to read and really try to pick out some things that as you read, think about, okay, I, I caught on to this. So Proverbs 30, verse 24 through 25, it reads, there are four things which are little on the earth, but they are exceedingly wise. The ants are a people not strong, yet they prepare their food in the summer. So it goes on to talk about three other uh, animals or creatures in the Bible, but this is one that I wanted to focus on. It says that ants are people not strong, yet they prepare their food in the summer. And so the first way that you can better prepare for the process is storage. Sometimes you go into a process and you lack resources. And you may ask, well, what resources do I lack? Do I lack money or do I lack, you know, a phone? Do I lack a wallet? You could, but I doubt that because I'm sure you have to take that with you every day. But what I'm referring to is more so spiritual. Do you lack, you know, the, the wisdom, the knowledge to really advance further through the process? Uh, do you lack faith or patience? One, which I'm going to talk about later on. Do you lack some other characteristics such as really showing love, really being uh, showing empathy? Uh, being kind, walking in the fruit of the spirit. You know, these are some of the things that you want to store up because you already know something could come your way. So why not, you know, say, okay, if I see this coming or I sense, you know, something is not right or I'm sensing, you know, hey, this relationship, you know, hasn't been going well. So let me really, you know, start to prepare for, you know, not preparing for the worst, but really just saying, okay, however this situation goes, I'm just going to be prepared to stand and not fall, you know, on my back. And so when we really think about this concept of the ants, you have to think about it. They're about the size of your fingernail, probably your pinky finger. And it says they prepare their food in the summer. And you have to realize the ants, they work together in a group. So even though that they are small, when they come together, uh, when they, you know, join forces, they can do some powerful things. And I'm sure you've seen ant beds all across the yard. If you lived in the country, you have definitely witnessed this, you know, seeing ant beds 
everywhere. You can see them. And sometimes you may see ants. Um, if you see uh, different types of insects, they happen to fall into the ant bed. You see how the ants just crowd over it. And that's because they are working together because they know that if they can get food that they don't have to go out searching for, that's a win for the colony. Okay. And so I think it's important. One thing that we can really learn from the ants is really storage. What are some of the things that we should be storing up as we are going through the process? And how can we maintain this storage level so that way, okay, when a situation comes, whether it be good or bad, I am okay because I have the resources that are going to help me to get through this. Another reference to this is Ephesians 6, verse, um, starting verse 12, and this is talking about the spiritual armor. Again, going back to storage, because when you equip your body, you know, starting from head to toe, a soldier would never go into battle wearing flip-flop shorts and a, a muscle shirt. That's not going to win. Not at all. If anything, the only thing that they are going to be protecting, you know, is the little skin underneath the shirt. But that's about it. They're not going to protect themselves because as soon as a bullet or anything else comes, it's going to attack their flesh. And so when you think about a spiritual battle, it's important that we put on all these, you know, equipment going back to storage. So that way, any situation that you face, you're able to deal with it, and it doesn't cause you to lay flat on your back or on your face, okay? So the next one, at least I think you got it. Um, you want to share with the people? Is this the one from Luke? Mm-hmm, the okay. one from Luke. So, yeah, we're going to come from Luke 14, um, verses 28, starting at 28. Um, so this is, since we're talking about preparation, um, and Jerry kind of touched on it when he was saying like resources, but it's asking yourself and evaluating, like, do I have enough? What mm -hmm. more do I need? Uh, and so here's a scripture that goes with this. And I'm reading from the new King James version of Luke 14, verse 28. It says, for which of you intending to build a tower does not sit down first and count the cost, whether he has enough to finish it, lest after he has laid the foundation is not and is not able to finish, all who see it begin to mock him, saying, this man began to build and was not able to finish. Or what king going to make war against another king does not sit down first and consider whether he is able with 10,000 to meet him who comes against him with 20,000. Um, and so that was verses 28 through 31 of Luke 14. But mm -hmm. in both of those examples that are shared in that scripture, you're talking about, you know, someone building something from the ground up and it may not be something, you know, like a brick and mortar building. It could be a business that you're starting. It could be a marriage that you're starting. It could be a family, whatever the case may be. You know, you always want to ask yourself and, and as well as consult God and bring him involved. But you do want to have to sit down and say, OK, this is what I need to get this accomplished. And this is what I have. Um, and that's a part of the preparation process. Um, you know, whether you're building something or whether you're going into war, 
whether, you know, let's just say you're in competition, things are getting getting hard, you know, times are changing. You, the way people handle business is not the same way they used to handle business 25, 30 years ago. Look at some companies that, you know, you probably thought would be here for the long run, but other companies have run them out of business just because of the way society is today, like blockbusters, that's an example. But the point is companies like that or in the past have to think about their competition and have to see, okay, where are things going in the future and how can I adapt? How can I adjust? You know, what can I do to better myself? You know, those are things you can do to prepare. Um, And so that's why this scripture is really important to me whenever I have, you know, an endeavor that I want to partake in, I think about, okay, well, this is what I want. Now, how do I get it done? How do, what resources do I need to get it done? Um, because the Bible clearly says, you know, um, you could be mocked. People will say, well, how did he build this? And, and he wasn't able to finish it. Mm-hmm. And I think it's interesting because the Bible knows like people going to talk about you, you know? Yeah, <laughs> so it's like a pure example of like <laughs> people talking about you and saying like, oh, they said they was going to do this and they didn't even finish it. Mm-hmm. And it's true because you didn't take the time to really ask God what's possible. Um, mm-hmm. what, what can he provide you with? What can he bless you with? Well, that's what I was going to add. That's good. And I like that, uh, that example, the analogy. And like I say, I can definitely relate to that. So I appreciate that one, which is counting the cost. So we went over to first one was storage. That one was counting the cost. And then <clears throat> got one last one for you. Um, did you have nothing? Okay. So got one last one for you. And I feel like this one is something that a lot of people, and I can say that because I've seen it and I witnessed it to where a lot of people don't really embrace this last way in order to better prepare for a process. And this last one comes from Psalms 27, verse 14. Psalms 27, um, verse 14. And it reads, wait on the Lord, be of good courage, and he shall strengthen your heart. Wait, I say, on the Lord. So from that one, you kind of get wait. And that's the first word, which is a command, okay? So instead of saying to wait, it's saying wait, which is a command. And from that, you know, a, a concept that a lot of people don't really like to embrace is patience. Mm-hmm. And you have to realize whenever you're going through a process, you have to you have to really, you know, uh, be content with being patient because, you know, even if you're going into a career and you're expecting to move up within a month, that may not happen. And it's good for you to say, well, I got faith. It's okay to have faith, but at the same time, you have to realize that this is a company. You are individual. A company is looking to see what can you provide or bring to the table. They don't even know you that well for a month to even say, oh, we're going to promote you to senior VP. I mean, if it happens, hey, <clears throat> you know, to God be the glory. But you have to realize that sometimes you have to work your way up. And the reason why I would say patience is so critical 
because in this scripture it says, wait on the Lord. So it's not saying, okay, let me wait until I think I'm ready, which to, to a person they could say, well, you know, I thought about it for a day and I think I'm ready. God's saying, no, you need more time. It's kind of like when you put food in the oven and you try to try to bake something. You know that after 10 minutes, baking, you know, a, a frozen dish is not going to be done, especially when it serves more than six people. It's not going to be done in 10 minutes. Um, even if you put it at 500 degrees, you probably burn the outside, but the inside is likely still going to either be frozen or it's probably going to be cold. So it's going to take some additional time. It could take an hour, realistically, 350 degrees. And when you think about, okay, if food takes that long and the Lord is telling me to wait, this could actually take some time. Okay. Mm -hmm. So let me really embrace, okay, if it's going to take time, what are some of the things that, Lord, you want me to work on during this time versus me complaining about, man, this shouldn't take me this much time. So-and-so over here, you know, living it up. I can't even do the same thing. You know, I feel like I'm being held back and I'm just, I'm trying to be great. I can't even be great. And in the scripture, it's saying, be of good courage. So when you think about being of good courage, that's telling you your posture has to be right. You can't be going around and you can't have a sad face. Uh, you shouldn't be, you know, moping, looking miserable, bringing other people down. Somebody else is doing well, you like, man, you lucky. Like, okay. Only be only because you so and so and so. And you could have been said something that was very offensive, but because you are in your feelings and not really able to see, okay, let me change my outlook on this because it's not always going to be this way. Mm -hmm. And I think some people look at it, man, this is always going to be this way versus really saying, okay, this is just a phase in this process. It's not the only chapter in the book. Okay. And I think once you really change your perspective, according to this scripture, it says, when you wait on the Lord and you are of good courage, it says he shall strengthen your heart. And <clears throat> I want to touch on this because sometimes your heart is already, you know, is wicked because think about it. If you're not of good courage, that means that you of bad courage. And that means that your heart is already producing these it's, it's kind of pulling in so many thoughts like your mind and it's like, okay, you know, so-and-so they advance, but I'm back here in this position. Or it's like the enemy will feed you like, man, you know, you need to go on social media and you need to respond to this post, but you need to do it in a negative way because that's how you really feel. So do what you really feel and, you know, let them, you know, hate on you, but you know that you... You know that you deserve that. And it's like the enemy will just feed on that. But it commands us to be of good courage. And it says, then he, meaning Jesus, will strengthen your heart, which means that he will help you to maintain and to be able to withstand even while you're going through the process. Mm -hmm. And so I wanted to break that down because, like I said, it's easy to read over scripture and not really kind of mesh together what it's saying. And I want you to really think about that as you're going through the process. Okay, 
Am I waiting on the Lord or am I waiting on what I think is my time versus, you know, what is God's time? Maybe God is telling me I may need to wait three months or six months, or maybe I need to wait five years, even though that's a long time. But where are some of the things I need to be doing within this time frame versus complaining, which I know is not going to get me anywhere. If anything, it's going to cause me to repeat this cycle. It's going to cause some doors to be closed, which I can't see, but I know that, you know, when I think about God's word, his word says that he's able to open doors that no man can open. He's able to close doors that no man can close. So if I know that, and if my posture is not great, then I'm going against what he said that he would do, or I'm telling him that he's not able to provide. And so when you really study this, it's good to really ask yourself the questions, okay, do I resemble this? Am I really waiting on the Lord? Um, am I really being of good courage? And I can tell you some, even from my personal experience, sometimes I check myself and I say, hey, am I being of good courage? Um, you know, let me get my posture right. Um, Lord, forgive me. I know that my posture wasn't right, so I ask that you help me. Because some people, they don't even ask for help, like help me get my posture right. It's so easy to ask God, okay, Lord, I'm feeling some type of way, but I don't want to feel some type of way. I want to feel great because I serve you. I'm living, I'm breathing, and you give me so much. And it's as simple as that. But it's important to know, again, when you're in the process, um, these principles like we share with you, it's important to think about those. Am I walking or kind of going back to the first point, am I storming up these things that are good? Like, am I walking in the fruit of the spirit? Am I storing up, you know, the, putting on the spiritual armor, you know, as I'm going through this process? Okay. Okay. We check that off. I'm good with that. Am I counting the cost like Alicia touched on? Because when you're going through something, it's important that you, you know, understand what's on the table, what's at stake, how much time are you you know, devoting to this? How much time does God want you to devote to, to this initiative versus how much time he wants you to devote towards spending time with him, um, as well as in terms of financial resources? You know, you can talk about you want to be blessed all day, but until you actually get down to, you know, pen and paper or whatever you do, until you actually write it down and you can actually see it, you can give it to God and say, well, Lord, this is what I come up with, but I give it to you that you can bless it. You haven't really counted the cost. And then kind of going to the last one is we just got to be patient. You just got to be patient, you know, and in a world that demands everything instantly. I mean, think about it. Your food, when you order it, you expect it to be there like in five minutes or as soon as you get to the restaurant. You don't want to wait. You ain't trying to wait no lie. You try to pick up, you try to be out, you try to <laughs> done. It's over. <laughs> you want to go back and add the scriptures for each of those? Yes. Okay. So going back to each one, um, the first one I had touched on was storage. And this scripture is Proverbs 30, verses 24 through 25. And then the second one was counting the cost. And that was... Luke yeah. 14 and 28. 14 through 31. 14, 28 through 31. Okay. 
And then the last one was patience. And this is Psalms 27, verse 14. So you can go back, um, read through these. And then um, one that I forgot to mention, but going back to storage was Ephesians 6, verses 12 through 20. And this is going to be a lengthy reading in Ephesians, but it's going to give you a good framework in terms of, you know, the spiritual armor that you need when you're going through the process. So this is what we got for you, family. Like I said, we wanted to uh, share some with you. We are putting in some of the comments right now. So that way uh, you can have some of these later for your reference when you're studying. But uh, anything else, at least you have for the people on this topic? Mm-hmm. We were talking about, I'm sorry, I'm going to let you try not to get too distracted. Uh-huh. We're talking about waiting. Um, well, yours is like patience. Yeah, so and we go so, storage, calendar costs, and then patience. Yes, and so this mm-hmm. is all a part of the, the pro- preparation por- mm-hmm. portion of the process. And so yeah. the process can be many different things, whether it's taking on something new, a new ministry, mm-hmm. a new job, a new anything. Um, but so we're talking about the preparation work that goes into, you know, the process. Mm-hmm. So those were the three things that we were breaking down. But I guess one thing that I did want to talk about when it comes to patience is knowing that although sometimes God calls us to do things and he tells us, okay, this is what I have for you. Mm -hmm. You know, these are the things that you'll do. Um, It's important to understand that just because God has shared that with you. It does not mean it's going to happen like the next day. Mm -hmm. Um, And that kind of goes into what Jerry was saying, like the patience part. Um, But I just think about a lot of individuals in the Bible who God had shared things with them, you know, whether it was, I think I was telling you earlier, like Joseph who had dreams and he knew that mm-hmm. God was going to elevate him and he would be like a ruler. He knew that people would bow down to him. But in his process, he faced a lot of obstacles mm-hmm. um, and a lot of hardships. And eventually it came to pass the things that he you know, saw in his dreams. You know, those did occur. However, I guess what I would say is there was a time for that mm-hmm. um and it took some time and he had to be patient same thing with like david he was you know called as a young boy um and he knew he would be king but it was probably years later where it actually that maturation process actually took place mm-hmm. um and so that's something for people to keep in mind with the process and the preparation part understanding that laying the foundation is really important um, because things God wants to make sure we have the right character mm-hmm. before he gives us these platforms. And if we don't have the right character and certain experiences that shape our character, you know, we, I don't think he'll be able to trust us and entrust us with certain things when we get there to that place, when we get there to that mountaintop. Um, and so that's why it's important to understand the process and to continue to grow and not want to rush it. Um, It's just kind of like going to college, you know, a lot of people are extremely smart and talented and yeah, they could get a four year degree instantly. They could pay for that degree, you know, 
with all the money that they have, but that still doesn't stop time. You can't change time. You need that to grow and learn experiences. Mm -hmm. So that was the part I was going to add about the patience part. That's good. And I like that. I think you definitely hit it on the head. Um, you know, and I think when we think about the story of Joseph, so the other two um, topics that we'll cover, it will actually line up with Joseph's life, David's life, and <clears throat> to be honest, I didn't even th I didn't even think of it that far. But you know, kind of going back to just walking in obedience and God just showing me kind of where He wanted me to talk about. So I hope that uh, if you enjoyed this one thus far, um, please like, share, show us some love. Um, appreciate um, some people in the comments, um, Sis Jazz. What's hey, up? So love sister Mr. Tina showing her some love. I actually checked out her podcast, listened to both episodes. Yes, I did. <laughs> checked it out. Wonderful. I liked it. Awesome. I listened on my way to work. I was like, okay, this is good. I was like, listen, I'm gonna check out. I'm gonna have to check sister. it out. I haven't had a chance it's, to, but it's dope. You want to tell the viewers what the name of the podcast is? So the name of the podcast, and you can read me sister. Miss um, Tina is the Word Girl podcast. Okay, you can check it out. Got two dope episodes you don't want to miss on there. Make sure you check it out. Spotify, I believe iTunes, um, but anywhere where you can get your podcast, make sure you check it out. The Word Girl podcast. You don't want to miss that. Trust me, I listened to it. I was like, man, amazing. I'm not a one, but you know, I I recommend it. So you know, I had to. <laughs> <clears throat> okay, <laughs> but yes. Um, so yeah, make sure y'all check that out. And um, yeah, like I said, uh, times of housekeeping. Make sure if you haven't, make sure you subscribe to our channel. You know, as we continue to grow, we're gonna be sharing more content with y'all, and we're gonna have some guests on. It's been a while since we've had guests join us, but we're gonna bring some. Yes, because I'm sure y'all get tired of us talking, <laughs> but not about the word, but I'm just sure y'all want to hear some different voices and we're going to bring that to you. So make sure you subscribe, check us out. Okay. Appreciate this. This is Tina. Got in the chat, the word girl podcast. Yes. Um, make sure you check us out, check out our content. Um, support us um, any way you can. Um, you know, we definitely appreciate it. We're growing. This is going to grow. You know, we trust and believe that, um, you know, my goal is that we can get some better equipment so that we can deliver to y'all the best content. So we want y'all to know that more and better is coming in due time. But we just hope that y'all continue to stick with us. Trust, you know, trust God with us during the process. Amen. Absolutely. And um, like I said, we're going to be coming to you next Thursday. And the Thursday afterwards, which is the 18th, so the 11th and 18th, we're going to be coming with two other um, episodes of this series. And if you thought this one was amazing, I'm just telling you that the other one are going to be awesome. Um, so that's all we got mm -hmm. um, so mm -hmm. far. But um, again, we just want to thank you for joining us. Feel free to drop some comments, show us some love, share content. You know, it's a again a pleasure for us to do this. 
And we give all glory to God. So we thank you for joining. And we just we pray that you have a great day, weekend. And we pray that, again, the concepts we share, you can apply them. And any way we can help, reach out to us. We would love to help you with whatever you're dealing with. So, again, much love to you, family. And until next week, we will see you later. Good night. Good night.